Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the 505 Podcast. You fucking, what's going on over here? Hey, you also have a hair. Hold on, restart. We're going to restart. Chase, you have a hair. No, okay, ready? See it, but... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the 505 Podcast. Chase, you, you got to fucking figure it out. You got to make an adjustment. Dude, I don't know what you it's doing. It happened an to me last This has never happened. You know You're this kidding. never happened. Actually. All right, let's try again. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the 505 Podcast. Third time's a charm, yeah. huh? Now, there are multiple ways to start a podcast, but mm. come here. You have a little something right here. Oh, why, yeah. why would <laughs> someone go. ever do something like that? <laughs> you tell me. Well, because I had something. I deserved it, man. Let's, let's, do we, do, let's, let's, let's talk about our takes really quick. Yeah, give it to okay. me. If you're, if you're listening to the podcast, I just gave Chase a light, gentle tap in the face. You know, like a famous celebrity happened right. to do on live TV to Chris Rock. Right. That was insane. I so I'm watching the Oscars. So I drop off Lena at the Oscars and take your picks. You know, first of all, nailed the picks. Nailed you, you and that, that's a big you assignment. Yeah, that is a big that's assignment. A huge assignment for the boyfriend. Because I had about a minute to take the picture. Not even probably you thirty had something seconds. Something in your hand too. And I was holding the thing and I was trying to get it with the hand without the prop. Here's the thing: I actually missed the whole the glamour shot without the prop. And she was like, "Do you have one of my full dress?" And I was like, oh, baby, of course I do. <laughs> and you know I'm good at Photoshop, dude. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I Photoshopped really quick. She never Wait, did no thing. No oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Because I was like, I was like, fuck, I totally forgot to just get like a picture of her without because I had the thing in all of them because I thought it looked cool. And I was like, fuck, I forgot about like the dress. Because girls like to see like the whole uh-huh. outfit. I don't yeah, think yeah. about shit like that. So, but I had another one. You I gotta like, always ask, do you want waist up or do you yeah, want the I full should've. fit? You want the shoes in it? But Jeez, it, so it dude, I photoshopped the fuck out of it, dude. Oh, thank God. Did a little content aware? No, uh, you know I'm nastier than that, <laughs> But it's like, it's like a very textured dress. So it kind of made it easier for me. Mm-hmm. But anyways, drop her up. Mm-hmm. And then I'm watching it. And I'm watching it alone. Fucking all of a sudden, my TV just like stops. It freeze frames. I'm uh-huh. like, what the fuck just happened? It's silent. Uh-huh. I text Lena and she, I already had a text from her. I hadn't had text from her at all because she was fucking watching the Oscars live. And she just says, oh my God. And I said, like, what just happened? And she said, Will Smith just like hit the fuck out of him. And I was like, oh, I like guess scripted thing. Cause you can like kind of see it. Mm. She was like, that was not scripted. I mean, cause her production company produced King Richard. Like they've worked with Will Smith for the last like three yeah. months very closely. And so like the, that's like their whole award. It was like what he was about to win. And then they were like, like freaking out because we're like we didn't plan this to happen but okay here's my thing i i was in a meeting earlier today with a lot of i mean they might listen to this but um a lot of people that i don't feel like i feel like a lot of like older white people right okay and they all are just like it's disgusting what will smith did i i can't believe you would do something like that okay i don't feel like even as a white guy, that I really can have a take on this because I've talked to my friend Kevin, who works at Spring Hill Company, is a bronze production company, works with a lot of black people, and he was like, I've talked to my coworkers, and they're a lot more pro Will Smith than a lot of my white friends. And I was like, oh, that's really oh, interesting. Okay. He said, like in the black community, alopecia is not something you joke about, mm-hmm. and Chris Rock definitely. Uh, people say like he didn't know. Yes, he fucking did, dude. They probably had to run those jokes by legal, mm-hmm. you know, like it's the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. He definitely knew, and it's a bold move, and also. It's just fucking awesome that it happened because it was sick. It was and what a moment. Live in pop TV culture. is just not that sick. It never, yeah. nothing ever happens mm-hmm. like that. And thank God it did because it was awesome. I don't think it has anything to do with race. Or at least I originally didn't. Me, think. me too. That's why. That's why I was. I was surprised by that. This is what I think. I don't think that the joke that Chris Rock made mm-hmm. was. Like the sole reason sure. was Will the, Smith the went up there. It the was the point. straw that broke the camel's yeah, back. Totally. I think that 
I've heard. I, th- I think it was one yeah, of we, you guys. Yeah, we talked about this. I think Chris Rock used to date date or hook up with Jada. Yeah. I don't know if it ended well. And then I know that um, Chris Rock has made a lot of fun in or like, has poked a lot of jokes at, at Jada. 2016, he made a like a big yeah. joke about her too. And I think that Will's just sick of it, dude. Oh, Will just doesn't get like your my yeah. get your my wife's name out your fucking mouth, dude. <laughs> I thought he said it twice when we saw it. So when we saw it, when Brady and I saw it, we were like, oh, we were yeah, yeah, I was like, let's. We were like. Will. Pro Will, we were high fiving and yeah. shit because I don't know, and I still respect it. To yeah, be honest. yeah, yeah. A lot of people think violence isn't the answer, and it's not. It's okay, not but the it, this is this is my whole thing, right? This is my whole thing. You slap Chris Rock, mm-hmm. which was beast, but <laughs> you can't go up and then say, "Yeah, peace, love, and happiness." Like, come on. Well, so here's come on, what, come on, come on. Here's what I'll say. I thought the speech. The speech was all over the place. The speech was all over the place, but dude, I also the, thought the it was good. The speech was like left, right, left. Because I thought it was good. It, the, it was articulate, but I mean, dude, he went like 76 different. He would like go on a rant was. left and then be like, thank you, Venus. Thank you, Serena. And then go on. King Richard, you were the fucking you, you goat. Know, you know it, what I think it was? You know? I think because he's won the award for all like the previous award shows, like the minor award yep, shows, yep, right? Yep, yep, yep. He's given a really First good Oscar. speech. He was given a really good speech mm-hmm. this whole season. And then you could tell he was like, thinking about what just happened and how emotional he is. And he's trying to tell that. And then I think he would like kind of phase back into like what he knows he has for the speech, like written, mm. like he like thanked like mm. Lena's like yep. laws, like Tim and Trevor and mm. like so the Venus, it, like there's Venus the and Serena. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, but then I thought it was kind of masterful how he like brought it all back to his character like in the movie. And it's like kind of bold, but also I think, I think he's just a complicated guy. And I think that his relationship with Jade is really complicated. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, we and, we only know two half a percentage of what right, actually goes on. Right. Uh, God, it was so bold. I understand him yelling. Yelling makes a lot of sense. Hundred percent. Like what I just definitely. yelled, which is awesome. Slapping him's bold. I know that is a yeah. big move. I know, especially because I feel like at the Oscars, it's just like just eloquent event, mm-hmm. and you, dude, you're gonna win the award. Right. See what I, this everybody is what I, knew he this, was gonna exactly. Win. This is what I would have done. I would have, I would have ripped. I wouldn't have ripped the slap. I would have probably said, "Get your wife's after name out of your mouth." Yeah. Whatever, respect. right? Respect. Respect. That's a big dog move. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, "Oh shit, he's not messing around." And then when I go up on the stage, I'd be like, "Yo, Chris Rock, shut up, okay? Shut up." I won the award. I would. That's how I think you. It gets taken in better, dude. Regardless, it was beast. I mean, it was like it was a crazy move. Crazy move. I just think there was a crazy move. I think there were so many emotions evol- mm. involved in that night for Will Smith. Like mm. he's waited his entire career right. to win this award. Right. And then this happens and th- there's definitely some beef between the two of them. And I think he was just like, I, I bet you I would love to ask him if he like actually remember slapping him. Cause sure. I almost feel like that's a moment where you're out. like, I blacked out. I just like, emotions i saw red yeah i went up and slapped him yep i you, that could honestly be yeah. and uh i'm really excited to see i'm kind of just waiting to put like like i was in this meeting people were like i am team rock i am team will and well no one said i'm team will i kind of did but and i'm just like let's not do that yet we i feel like there's a lot of information sure. that we're gonna get in like a week where they're like you know i did this or maybe fucking it was all a conspiracy and it was fake anyways i doubt it i don't think there's so. still like a there's still like a tiny kernel in me that thinks it could oh, be man. but what a crazy thing to happen i don't think chris rock definitely wasn't expecting it. he didn't no. he just stood there and was like oh shit well and you could tell he says like oh richard like i think he thought will was like doing like a bit about his character mm. in the movie he's like oh richard and then he just fucking 
I like how when he's walking, he's walking, walking, and then he stops, and you're yeah. like, oh shit. You know what I mean? He stops and he cocks it, and you're like, oh, this is Will real. Will Smith's a big dude. That must Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. He's like 6'3, he he bro. He ate that. He ate that slap. I don't I, think he would have done it if te- The Rock was up there for Tears would have just flew into my eyes if I got slapped in the face of the Oscars, dude. It would have been hard to hard to hold it back. Do you know in the face when you hit like that and your tears just pop in your eyes? I feel like that I thought Chris Rock handled it pretty damn well. He did. He held it together. He was like, I just got slapped the shit out right. of by Will Smith. Right. Anyways. Right. I yeah. I think Chris Rock nailed it, and I thought which is hard. Like, dude, he he did so good. He recovered. He like didn't go in after. Like, you could. It's Chris Rock. I'm sure he could have made another joke at him. Oh, you and, like, know he had. He could have gone in. Just do we loaded. Think, he, do we think his next stand up special is gonna? He have might. Some he's got to mention oh, it, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Um, what if he just puts out like a ten minute, just like a Netflix special, just about that incident? Oh, dude, it's insane. Crazy. But like. I don't know. I'm not ready to pick a side. I don't know if I need to pick a side. I just feel like I'm just glad it happened. I just think it's a crazy, <laughs> it was awesome. crazy moment in pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of crazy, you've literally been just to like 97 different cities yeah, yeah. in the past. Wild little I have, mini yeah. tour. Yeah, yeah you just got bored and were like, I'm just going to leave. Well, I didn't get bored. This pod is getting hard to fucking produce. Dude, with, you guys have no idea. We're, I'm really sorry about the really late upload on this last episode. Um, had just a lot of stuff to get done before I left. I flew out Wednesday night on a red eye, went mm. to Canada for the first time, got to see oh, the yeah. absolute beautiful London, Ontario. Let me tell you, it's oh, a spectacle. Vibe. Did you get Timmy, Town. T- Timmy Ho's, Tim Hortons? I did. You get Timmy, I get, Timmy Bits, yeah. coffee, what'd you get? Um, I just got um, an everything bagel with cream cheese sure. and a coffee. And I learned it's not really what you're supposed to get there. I no. guess there's like special things yeah. to get there. It's, um, it's super subpar coffee. I'm really <laughs> yeah, sorry oh, yeah. for anybody. Oh, <laughs> coffee is shit. So yeah, Brandon just hates all coffee. Thank God. So. But um, yeah, I had to hit it. Had to go. Red eyes, not my thing. Mm. Red eyes and coach. Definitely not my thing. Sleeping <laughs> on planes. Also not your thing. Yeah. Right. Sleeping on planes in general. But um two sold out shows in London at their college town where they mm, met. Mm. It was really fucking cool I to bet. see that. It's like their whole family came. The energy from the crowd was nuts. Were they close to the crowd on this one? Yeah. Like, so you so could, fun. you could definitely feel the crowd, uh, the crowd's energy. They also sent me out into the crowd to get some like iPhone footage. And when some of these songs dropped, mm. like floor was shaking crazy. People were going nuts you love um, to see it. You do love to see it. It was it was a ton of fun. Got little sleep. For example, Friday night show finishes at like two. I want to say we're mm. hanging out in the green room for like an hour after the show. Um, then we go back and like we're hanging out in the hotel room. Lobby calls at five, so we have to drive two hours to the airport. Then we get onto a plane, fly to Dallas Saturday, um, get off the plane, go straight to a show at SMU, do the show, get right back on or in the car go back to the airport which was such a trip i have never had it where like you have a layover where like you have a flight sure. you stay in the airport and then you get back on another yeah. flight it was hey we're flying going through customs from canada going to dallas getting out of the airport going to do a show going right back to the like, airport you're not like stopping at the hotel no, nothing you didn't even unpack um exactly actually no i took like a 30 minute snooze which was sure. literally my whole rest for that night mm. you like you become so like delusionally tired that you have to convince yourself that like you're fine. And at one point, like you're so tired that you're like, I am kind of fine. Like it's just, it's just what it is. Does it get fun? You know what? Like in in, like middle school and you have a sleepover and it's like 2am and all of a sudden everything's really funny because you're so tired. Does it get like that at all? Yeah. Me and the tour manager were joking around. He was just, he gets even less sleep than I do. Uh Cause like when I go, take the nap at the hotel he's going to do sound check right and so he's like yeah drink a red bull a little nap in a can we're all good nah. you know like a monster Jeez. yeah 
but it was crazy. And then went from Dallas, another like three and a half hours to Philadelphia, then an hour drive to Atlantic City. The Like literally don't have time to shower. I literally changed clothes, put on some deodorant, went down, performing from 1 to 3 a.m. <laughs> um, too late. Was like up That's again, insane. like hanging out till four, lobby calls at seven. Then we fly to Vegas, get into Vegas, don't have time to nap, drink a coffee, go to Vegas, day show at Wet Republic, one to three, hang out. And then we ordered like $300 worth of room service and um, just scrubbed. And then and then I went out. You went out. I did go out. That's on you though. Yeah, that, that is, is on me. You. But they, I was talking to Andrew and he said it's called um, WTD. What's the difference at that yeah, point? That, you're right. You're already yeah, so far in sleep dead. It's like, what is the point? Yeah. Um, was it fun? Yeah. Where'd you go out? Um, I went to the Bellagio, I believe. Sure. I met some girls in the crowd at the, nice. um, at the show. So you and, thought you'd hang out with them. Yeah, I thought I was going to. Yeah, well, I did hang out with them. Yeah. And then um, then we parted ways at the end of the night. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I, hey, I get it. Make make that grilled cheese go to bed, baby. Yeah. So anyways, it was a pretty crazy weekend. And um, speaking of crazy weekends and like shooting really cool stuff, like DJs, we get a lot of DMs from you guys, mm. younger kids, being like, how do I do what you do? I think a lot of people who tune in, listen to us and see what we're shooting. I shoot for DJs. Figgy shoots for uh, LeBron and Lakers, and uh, Chase shoots some really cool stuff with Genesis. And um, we've kind of like established ourselves with like our careers and, and doing cool shit. But a lot of you guys have questions and, and want advice on like how to do what we do. And also, like, if you're not from LA and want to move out here, like, how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of wanted to give you guys some advice. Also, the guests that we've been having on, a common theme from them is like, not being from LA, you know, grinding as a creator and then eventually ending up out here in LA doing mm. what they do. So we kind of wanted to talk about that. Did you have any bread saved when you moved across the country? So I did like one, I then like one big freelance thing that paid me like 13K exactly. I remember that. Cause I remember this, this company that I was kind of shooting for a little bit. I had an internship with them actually, it was how I got connected with them. And then I was like editing some stuff for them after the internship in college. And then there were like an ad agency came up to us for like a brand ethos video. It's gonna be 50 grand. And I said, I'll do it for 15. And they said, cool. <laughs> so then I, I remember senior year, I was just grinding on this thing, just skipping class. I was like, fuck class doesn't matter anymore. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't got time for that shit. This I do the same. Is, yeah. I was like, fuck class. And I did that. And then I still stayed at home for like three months, just kind of like figuring it out. You know what I mean? And then, Smart. yeah. And then I, um, I had some money. So I had enough money. And then I got here and then I just didn't have any any income for like a little bit. And then I shot Dreamforce actually, I think it was Costas, yeah. which is great. And then I was like, oh, I have money. I remember when that check hit, I remember thinking like, I'm not broke again. That's awesome. Let's go. And then it kind of, and then yeah, it kind of worked out from there. What's crazy is you made $15,000 from one gig. Mm-hmm. I still have never made $15,000 myself from one gig. Yeah, that was a lucky one. It's interesting though, because you have so many people that DM us that are either just starting out that are in a random place, random part of the country. that are like, I think the move dude is to save up bread, your parents crib or move in with roommates. If you don't have that luxury, cause mm-hmm. I know that's a luxury and then save as much money as you possibly can and getting to like a B list city first. Mm. and trying to get stake in a b-list city that's like close yeah that's close Mm. to where you live because if you just come out this is the thing like i get sent work every day every day someone dms me videos or photos or whatever asks for advice and most most of the time they're not great 
Yeah. They 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 need work to be really competitive mm-hmm. in LA or in New York because these people it's not fair. They have teams. Dude, they're yeah. guys like us. It's not it's right. not yeah. fair. Right. You have like five ten ten years each of experience and you have a bunch of gear. Right. You have especially with you when you're going against teams, like one person versus a team is very hard to win right. that, win that battle, you know? So I think getting very marketable skills getting very marketable skills while you're living at home or while you're, you're not, young, while you're in college, like building up After Effects, building right. up Premiere, design, like be someone that can provide value to anyone at any given time, whatever it may be. You're like, I can be that person for you. That's how right. you're going to get jobs. That's how you're going to make more money. And then you'll be able to make your next move. Yeah. Like going off that, I feel like if you, I mean, I broke in basically, I was like doing some freelance stuff and it was like kind of working, but it was really stressful and I didn't like it at all. And then it's hard to know who to reach out for. So like my tip, at least in this, how I did it is that like ad agencies, they're just on the internet. You can just Google them and they have work for you if you can do it. Right. And so I just like reached out to a couple of ad agencies, one responded and they basically just needed an editor that day. Right. They just needed like, they were like, we need someone to edit this right now. If you know premiere really well and you have like some taste and you like can maybe do after effects too, you will be able to get work. No matter what, no matter what city, because there's so like every every place is getting like an in house in house edit team because like all these ad agencies they shoot stuff now and then they edit it in house because it's so much cheaper than going to a post production company. If you can just learn Premiere and learn After Effects, I'm confident you can get a job wherever you need to get a job. And that's even if you don't want to be an editor, I didn't, I still don't. Like I edited for like a year only, and it just just was editing, and it kind of sucked because I really wanted to shoot stuff, and I kept saying, "Can I shoot stuff?" And they just kept saying no, basically. Um, and then I quit, but I, but Jeez. like, but I like got money making videos for like a year. And I also just kind of broke in because then I like had stuff I had experience with bigger shoots that I got to like totally. kind of t- piggyback on. And also ever since then, every like major freelancing I've gotten has all been from people from that agency that then moved on to new agencies and are like, Oh, the chase guy was pretty good. Let's like hire him for this thing. Mm-hmm. For shooting and editing, which is great. So your network is so important. That's yeah. really what I got out of that. But it's too. so hard to have a network when you don't know anyone when you first move here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought like agency where there's like 50 people. All of a sudden I had friends. All of a sudden I had like purpose of Community. being fucking here. Because yeah. before I didn't really have any reason to be here. My freelance stuff was still like tied to Minnesota. I was like, I have like purpose to be here. I have fucking friends now, which is great. And I have like income, which really just like kind of put me in the right foot. Or else I don't think I would have made it out, you know? And it, if you have the income... It, being a freelancer, it's it's great in quotes, mm-hmm. right? Because technically you have the freedom to kind mm-hmm. of work whenever you want and have your own schedule, blah, 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 blah. But man, if you don't have like retainer clients, it can be really scary to move to a new city and be like, I don't know where my next check is coming right. from. So then that puts all this like pressure on you. Whereas mm-hmm. if you go the route that you go and you get a job, you know, either you can get a job in the industry or not yeah. you could work at a restaurant you right. could do whatever it may be you need bread you need bread but i recommend what you did is you got a job doing maybe it's not exactly what you wanted to be doing you didn't yeah. love to be editing right. but you were getting experience doing something in the industry mm. you were making connections and you had the consistent bread to be like okay like i got my feet under me mm. now i can spend less time worrying about like can i afford this thing at you know trader joe's right or you know, Erwan, right? Not, not, not that time. Not it also allowed me to like buy a camera. That was exactly. Nice. You got to You got You got to have enough bread because it allows you to get on top of the water instead of be like drowning in the water. Totally. But you let's know? let's let's do this. Let's say something. Let's start from like 
in chronological order, right? Okay. Say you say you grew up in a small town. Like, can my name be Billy? Your name's Billy, and you're like fifteen thousand or, or less people, okay. and there's no major brands there, right? And okay. Want, and say you want to move to LA. Okay. Okay. So you want you're like, what state do I live in? You live in Oklahoma. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Don't make me name a city. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just kidding. Um, Oklahoma City, right? Uh-huh. Um, but okay. So you want to move to LA? I would say some some tips. Let's just go through some tips. How old are we? Oh, yeah. How we, old are we? Okay. Am I in we college? Are, do I live at home? Or did I just so let's graduate? Start, let's start there. Let's start there. We just graduated college, okay. right? I think it's a really good idea. You don't have to move right away. I think people fall into that fallacy mm, where they, yes. I just need to send it to LA. If you can live at home or live in just like a cheap, like Oklahoma City, cheaper than LA. Mm, definitely. Way, way cheaper. Way cheaper. Like do that and make your website, mm-hmm. make your real. Be prepared, as much prepared as you can, as prepared as you can be to move here before you come here because then you're going to start having to spend LA money. And if, if you're not making LA money, it's going to suck. And so do everything that you can do remote before you come here. It's like make a website, make a reel, get those skills, email templates, emails, like all that like shit. Everything. So you're just ready to fucking roll once mm-hmm. you're here and maybe get a nice camera because you can buy that anywhere. Yep. 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 Also, like if you have all that stuff lined up, I would even throw social media in there, like mm-hmm. have your social media looking good. If someone asks you like, hey, you know, what do you do? That's just a normal conversation that Definitely. fucking adults have on a daily right. basis when you meet new people. Right. If you're networking, whatever. They're going to say, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a photographer. Oh, I'm a videographer. Oh, great. What kind of work do you do? Like have an answer to that. Mm -hmm. And also if you have your website lined up and your social media on point and your reels good, you can show them and be like, this is what I do. This is what I'm capable of. Because if if you're, if you don't have it lined up, you're like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. But you don't have proof. They're going to be like, "Uh, well, I I don't know if you can. I think it's so important that you, what you just said, because your in, your Instagram isn't your portfolio, mm-hmm. but the first thing someone's gonna look at you and judge you on yeah. is your fucking a lot Instagram. Of the time. Totally, is your Instagram, dude? If someone DMs you and is like, "Hey, can I work for you?" and I look at their gram and it looks like shit, I'm not gonna hire you. Yeah. Right. That's simple. It's, it's a very simple thing, and it's the same thing with us, dude. If you send if you send a DM to somebody, yo, like I do this, I do X, Y, and Z, and they look at your Instagram, dude, it doesn't matter if you're like, "Oh, I've worked on all these Nike campaigns, whatever," and they looked at your Instagram and they're not like visually pleasing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Got, it's not about followers. Right. It is about the work that is exactly. on there, though. You know, right. it is about having high quality stuff and then make it look like it's a real person. Make it look like it's a you're a brand. You are no longer. Chase Ellie, you are right. Chase Alexander, right. or you are not Braden Figaro, you right. are B Figgy, you are right. Kosas G, you are a brand, a different entity than said yeah. person, and you are a business. You are a business. Because when I was in that, um, so I in that interview at the time I had a real cohesive grid, right? Mm. And because that was just the thing to do at the time, and I put on. a lot of, I had a lot more time then, put a lot more time into Instagram. Um, and I didn't know because a lot of ad agencies are going social. A lot of ad agencies, especially in LA are making stuff for social. Cause that's where most of that fucking marketing lives now. Mm. And a huge percentage. And I right. didn't know this at the time, but like months into it, they were, we were, we were Kona, Kona beer was a brand and they kind of wanted me and this designer, like start taking over their Instagram. And the executive creative director said to me, he's like, part of the reason we hired you is cause you had a cohesive Instagram and we really like that. He's like, because that meant that you understand Instagram and that's what you're making stuff for. So like your Instagram is really, it is important, dude. Yeah. And yeah, I remember like my friends from home were like giving me shit that I was trying so hard on the gram, which I get, you know, was I making too many blue steel faces at the camera? Yeah, for sure. But I also like edited in the same way. I put a lot of thought into the visual behind it. And if you have like an eye and you can prove that. But anyways, let's keep going. So you build up your reel, you worked on some marketable skills, like you learned Premiere and After Effects in and out. Now you're ready to like move to LA. What 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 do you what would you tell them? Like find a roommate if you can, preferably creative ones because that'll expand your network. Yes, definitely. Okay, 
upgrade your gear as much as you can mm. like you don't want to come out to a big city and be shooting on a pea shooter just right. because there's so much it's gonna be hard to compete exactly so and also save up some fuck i'd say like six months money 100 to live or else or else you're just gonna be way too stressed out to like make anything good regardless of how old you are if you have the intent and the want to move out to a big city and to make it as like a creator out here yeah. i would recommend against the fucking i'm packing up all my shit and next week i'm moving out and i'm gonna figure it out hmm. have more of a plan and and be like you know what i want to move out to la la or big city new york whatever it may be in a year or two years and in that two years i have a i have like a one to two year plan of yeah. like what the fuck i'm gonna do kind of a roadmap exactly yeah, totally so that's what i would say i would say like get your shit together and and you don't necessarily need to move out right away um kind of get your stuff in line beforehand but once you're ready to move out I would say like network as much as you can in the DMs mm -hmm. and you know try to meet like-minded individuals over the internet whether it's on TikTok or Instagram and be like yo I'm moving out to LA in 6 months like we should link we should shoot whatever it may be. Um I definitely recommend getting a part-time job or at least a full-time yeah. job just to have consistent bread and then what else? I definitely try to get a roommate and and preferably a roommate that's like a creative because living with you guys has been awesome. Right mm -hmm. and you like can you can get like you clients together yeah, and yeah, stuff you can and you help. can like you have more gear now yeah. but yeah from my experience yeah i would i would just from where i was yeah i would say move here and you could even line up like an agency job beforehand because then you can just be like you can come in as like an assistant editor even if you're not that sick yet and you can just start learning the ropes and you start cutting teeth and you're making money it's kind of nice because instead of like having to do a part-time like you're doing a real-time job a full-time job that's also teaching you the skills that you want to be learning to make the art that you want to make to get paid. You know what I Definitely. mean? Definitely. You got to hustle when you're out here. I mean, like think I'm trying to think back when I was starting of all the random shit that I was doing, like in college, I was doing sorority videos. So working full time for the ducks, I was doing, um, barber videos, right. like dude, anything yeah. I could think yeah. of that I can make 200 plus yep. dollars mm -hmm. making a goddamn video. I was like, yes, I'm there. Yeah. Like, can you do this for 250 bucks? Yep. There. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, dude, I just, that's so funny. Social I, I video, distinctly yep, remember being, I tell my roommates, I was like, guys, like, I don't make videos for less than 200 bucks anymore. I remember <laughs> saying that senior year, senior year college, you was 18. And I was like, yeah, dude, if it's not 200 bucks, like, fuck it, I'm not coming. <laughs> and now it's like, dude, fuck you, yeah, two grand, the, piss the, off. The first, <laughs> time, the first time I ever did a $400 video, I was like, I'm a millionaire. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's dude, over. Oh, yeah, I'm buying fucking alcohol for everyone yeah, tonight. Seriously. And I mean, it's crazy because there's so many ways to get creative if you are creative you mm. got yeah you're you could do design for so many different things you can do if you're a videography specifically i'm going to speak on it because i did it like you have weddings if you, you have only fans if sure. you literally had someone to, needs dude, some only someone needs stuff, some only fans don't we, don't we have a, do what you need to do to make money with a camera yeah absolutely. just to get just to get your foot in the door you know and speaking of only, i got some great feet dude i'm really thinking about putting them out there real estate would you, so would you okay if my feet pics aren't only fans just hit me in the dm would you buy some pics Maybe me and Lana, we could like hold toes How or something. How good looking are your feet? I got really nice feet. Too. I've always had nice feet. Really? So a lot of times in videos, like even at like the first agency, we, we weren't sag, so I could like be in stuff. If they needed a foot, dude, always my foot. Are you getting pedicures or just all natural? All natural. Never got a pedicure. Dude, good yeah, for all natural. you, yeah. bro. Never taking performance enhancing feet drugs. Never. You've nice. never got a pedicure. Never got a pedicure. Oh, really? I'll change your life. No. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. Really? It's we'll, nice. We'll it's kind of ticklish life. though. Um, I will say going off of uh, what you were saying, Braden, you're going to have to do any and everything to make money as a creative, right? You like have to cut your teeth. Exactly. Don't be ashamed if at the beginning you're mm -hmm. not shooting as cool of stuff as you want. Like you got to play the long game 
For example, That's for such me, a good tip. like realistically, guys, okay, I'm 26. I'm turning 27 in a few months. You guys got to understand that like, yes, I was living in LA, but was living at my mom's house, literally could not afford to move out, was still really trying to figure it out. And I just feel like I started shooting cool stuff or stuff that I wanted to shoot six to eight months ago. Mm-hmm. So like everybody's timeline is different and it's really hard to not get caught up if like you're moving out to a city in LA and there's social media, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it may be. Like everybody looks like they're thriving and fucking crushing it when that's just not the act. Like that's just not facts. And, and every, yeah, everyone's got a different timeline, man. That's, that's the thing. And that's why you don't have to move out of, if you, if exactly. you want to, you know, that's why you don't have to move out of like the town you grew up in when you're fucking 18. Because you're just not ready or 22 or whatever after college. Like, just be ready and feel ready and feel like you want to leave because I think there is definitely something to leaving your hometown. Totally. Just to get perspective. And you can always come back. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be like LA. But, and also, like, if you're, if you love it and you just know, like, this is it for me and you can make your bag, like, be happy, dude. You don't have to. But if you, like, if you want to move out here, say, for example, which worked for us, like, you got to be ready to hustle, Mm -hmm. you know? You can be a small fish. No, you can be a big fish in a small pond and make yeah. a shit ton of money making videos, have a great client list. So, yeah, totally. You know, I don't think that um, we're not telling you all to move to Los Angeles or to move to New York. We're simply just trying to give you perspective on what we would do if, if, if we were. If we were yeah. To, right. yeah, or, exactly. yeah, if we did. How often when you had your full-time job, were you creating when you weren't working and doing stuff for that full-time job? The, the first one? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. I would do a lot of like... Just I would go on like hikes and take photos. I like got was the first one I was getting into like film photography because this guy that sat that's the other thing about agencies. There's just a lot of creative people in there. This guy Brock was just really into film cameras, so he like told me which one to get, and I got really into like film stuff just from like learning stuff from him. That's something we got to work on right now. I feel like we we don't shoot enough. I mean, dude, just, dude oh, I was it's thinking so about this hard. Day. We were talking about the birds, man. We I don't was, get to fly those little birds, and the birds I was are getting, so fun to fly. I was getting so sad yesterday. I was driving, and I was like. I was trying to think about the last like actual video I made, mm. like video, not as like a quick TikTok or whatever, but like oh, a like, real video, God, like on YouTube. Oh, don't do that to me. It's and been so I long. I was like, dude, I used to make these like once a month and I was so into them and I love them. And that's why I make videos for a living. Favorite video to make right now, go. Just a fucking travel vlog. Give me, put me in Asia or South America, dude. I haven't made one of those in a minute. Yeah, and I would it feels be, so good, oh, dude. So I, I will say though, the reason why I'm I'm really craving that is because I've been traveling a lot, but it's been for work. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm in these fucking cities, but like I'm not really exploring. And like the only place I'm really seeing is the venue that these fucking guys are playing at. Totally. So I, I really am due for a uh, for a vacation, and I think we're gonna run it at Coachella, dude. I think we're there gonna let is. loose a little we're, bit. We're gonna take photos and videos. <laughs> what? That's the thing I've just got. Just a vacation, I've just got, party, dude. I just need to let loose. Yeah. I got to edit the mystique. For, oh, my oh, God. Dude. I forgot about yeah, you that. Got, and you know your boys are pissed about it. They're probably. definitely pissed about that video yes, not being dude. out. I'm going to get on that. But, but that, that's a video that I need to work on that I feel like will make me really happy. But I haven't had mm, time to that's do the, it. That's our thing. This is kind of off topic. But once, say, you move out here and you get your full-time job, mm. just remember to keep making stuff for yourself because yeah. you'll get fucking burnt out. Dude, mm. I got super burnt out at my first job. I remember I was editing this like Kyrie video and I was like up. It was like six it was i literally we would get there like 7 a.m and it was like kind of fun because i was like with my homies and we like drink old fashions all day but we'd edit till like midnight dude and i didn't like see anyone for like a week and it was i was so burnt out after that and i was just like and then i remember i was like i don't even know if i want to do this and then i made my own video i like went on a hike and i just like made like a little vlog type thing Hmm. drone footage whatever and i was like that's why i do this i love this that's right and then it kept going 
important to remember that if you do get out here like i again i'm gonna emphasize the plan so hard because i do it in my journal or have it on my whiteboard like any video that i do for the lakers or for myself makes it into a book or onto a whiteboard and any plan that i you know have that i need to go after is detailed out with actionable steps so you actually hit the goal because if you just write the big goal you get lost in the sauce of trying to go after it. And if you put like, okay, I want to move to LA. Okay. Need 20,000 saved up or need 10,000 saved up. Need to have a retainer client. That's a thousand bucks a month for rent or whatever. You know, you have to have actionable steps in a process for, I'm such a huge process guy. Right. Process is my whole thing. Uh-huh. It's like my bread and butter. I tell people that and I like stand and live by it because every single person that's really, really good at what they do has a very strict process for how they do it. Totally. And it's so important to like get yourself in a habit of trying to find out what works for you, whether it be a journal or your phone notes or like whatever, a whiteboard or or someone to talk to, your girlfriend, whatever. It's got to be something though that you can replicate. Yep. I think that's, that's a good process. Something yep. you can replicate that works. And you're like, okay, this is my little... This is my creative process or whatever. And dude, that's what people pay. People pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to people to make millions of dollars. Let's go millions of dollars to people to make videos strictly because of the process. Mm, is that, is yeah, that totally, the, totally. Yeah. I the love- best directors in the world literally show up with their crew and they're like, we've been here before. This is how we make good movies. Exactly. And we have a yeah, process totally. to do it. You know, that that's what literally separates it's all that I've been filming. I've been filming course videos for not filming though. I've been writing it out for the past like six months. And like the thing that I just keep driving into my head while I'm looking at these slides is like, it's a process there. And that's how you can replicate great stuff. If you have a way like, okay, I know how to, for example, like if it's a basketball video, I know how to do a fucking basketball video blindfolded. I can Mm -hmm. do a blindfold. Give me the audio. Give me some clips. I can do a basketball video. And I'm assuming Mm -hmm. you can do the same with cars. You Mm -hmm. can do the same with, we should, um, we should put you to the test. test. That's for sure. <laughs> I, could, I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> I have the hotkeys so down. Yeah. Dude, that'd be so sick. You could just If you could just hear it, you could like figure out the timing of the clips. We should honestly almost do this. Dude, it, wait, it's really funny. Um, when Chloe was here, we did this thing where we like had her iPad and her Apple pencil and uh, we were like, okay, we're oh going to try yeah, to draw each other, this. but like only looking at the person. Oh, you can't so look down funny. at the pencil and you can't bring the pencil down. And we... We like drew the funniest looking faces. It was crazy. Oh, I couldn't bet, do it. Dude. But what I was going to say is, how do we then get say on this journey that we're taking them? Mm-hmm. Right, Billy, Billy from Oklahoma City. I really did, real quick because I know I know uh-huh. you're going to switch things real quick. When I graduated college, I had no process. I also had a little bit of an ego, being like, I'm Costas. Everything in my life has worked out so far. It's just going to fucking work out. But I didn't really even have like a plan i just like knew i wanted to like maybe kind of be a youtuber like was also doing kind of like dj shit but like was also like into shooting a camera but like had no fucking plan really i was just like yeah it's just gonna work out and then i got a reality check i was like hey that's just like not how shit works mm-hmm. you gotta have a plan you had you gotta have like a, a destination you're, you're trying to get to mm-hmm. and i bet i would have been a little bit farther ahead in my career had i had that plan and then I guess a caveat to that is also like you maybe don't always know what you want at, you know, right when you graduate college. Mm-hmm. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. Which is why I think it's smart to like take some time and really figure it out totally. before you spend all your money. Yeah. But I was going to say, okay, so then say you, say you moved out here and say you got like an agency job or you like start working for like a team, maybe you're like an associate creator, mm-hmm. right? And like a sports team or whatever, or you just get some freelance clients. Like, how do we go from there to like shooting? Like what you really want to be shooting? How do you get to like the, you how do you go from pea okay. shooter to big rock? You yeah. Know? I think you, you need to make videos that 
align with what you want to get paid for Mm -hmm. because no one's ever going to pay you to make something if they can't envision themselves in said thing unless you're just fucking Costas Garcia and you just are a beast and And just got just throw out some TikTok yeah exactly you think I've just never shot a concert and then hey you want to shoot biggest festival right but um (laughs) it's rare that's like one in a million I think you have to have the work that you want to make on your reel Mm -hmm. and get it by any way you can by just shooting a random thing that you paid money for whatever and then having the network to know people that'll pay you to do that mm. you know what i mean i feel like that's how you get from just like ah, i'm just editing but it pays the bills for now to getting to like shooting things that you really want to be making Definitely. like dude i'm shooting tomorrow i'm gonna shoot 10 puppies in the bed of a truck for hyundai and that's gonna be like the best thing ever and i can't believe that that's what i get to do tomorrow I awesome. just, but also do bro quick sidebar all these puppies are from a shelter and they are up for adoption and they like want us to adopt. Now I'm thinking if one of these dogs takes direction really well, do you know how hard it's going to be? If I'm like puppy, like look think, left, I'm going to push in and that puppy, if you get a fucking it, dog that sheds I'm not, I'm and not, it comes hey, to this hey, apartment. I'm going to hey, freak out. I'm not going to get a dog. I'm not going to get a dog. Don't okay. worry. Right. I'm just saying it's going to be real hard for me. It's going to be heartbreaking, bro. To spend a whole day with these dogs. I'll tell you a quick story, guys. Adam, our good friend, Adam literally <laughs> oh, gets a goddamn dog. It's the, the cutest, littlest rock. The, the cutest, this little pup it's a little rock it's so freaking cute her name is nala she's i was talking little, about adam doing the <laughs> she, she's a lab adam literally is outside so the apartment takes her on a little walk she's for like adorable. 25 minutes she walks right upstairs just pisses right on the floor and and here's the thing adam goes she's gonna piss she's gonna yeah. piss and here. i'm like dude but and we he, just walked her for and he 25 goes, minutes he goes but it's not gonna smell it's gonna be fine it's not gonna smell and we're like can you just like and he said this like five minutes before she peed we we're also like can you just take her out then yeah like, no he's like no she's gonna pee in here for sure i think she's used to peeing in the house no, no i think he has her on her. command to like pee in the house which is just unbelievable please don't bring home a dog but i hope yeah. you have a lot of fun and i hope you use our new lawa nine millimeter lens to good use <laughs> i will i will <laughs> oh it's a nine mil nine mil or is it eight nine nine and it's, it's gonna be sick because i'm gonna get like the dog pov in the truck you know like running so around fun. like with the ronin upside down oh it's gonna oh, be so cute so isn't that gonna cute, be cute little puppers and they're I gonna know. be like look like they're in a music yeah, video yeah that's gonna be awesome i'm stoked but yeah i also would say that that and i feel like we've all kind of experienced this year specifically more actually like the last six months where i feel like this shit once you once you kind of get in the flow it's almost like exponential growth and i don't feel like we're we're like on the fucking top of the parallel don't get me wrong i'm not saying like we're the fucking guys we're not but i say like it's slow you're not that guy pal it's it's slow at first for sure and then you can feel it pick up and then once it kind of picks up it starts to pick up a lot more you're so right and i feel like we're like here maybe Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people are up here and i would love to get there one day and hopefully we all can but i think you're so right dude but it feels like it really ramps up dude i also think going off of that like the reason why we urge you guys to really hone in on your skills before you move out here to a big city or whatever is like inevitably you're going to get an opportunity. It's going to happen. Right. It will. You, you take enough at bats, like you're yeah. going to get an opportunity. Yeah. Right. So like you got to be prepared to take advantage of that opportunity. And we've talked about it before on this podcast. It's like you get an at bat, like you got to get on base. Got it. Got a single. Maybe don't move out here prematurely or like just like, Work as hard as you can to get as good as you can because, like, an opportunity will arise. Mm. You'll meet someone out, you know, wherever. Right. Like, you you know, going out. That's, like, another tip is, you know, go out. Don't party too much. Or you can if you want to. Go right. fuck. Enjoy your life. Do your thing. But there is, like, a little bit of a skill to, like, going out and meeting new people. And, like, especially if you move out to a big city, you're going to be super stimulated because there's, like, a lot to fucking do. Right. And by all means, like, go enjoy yourself. But kind of like be strategic about it and just like 
don't go out with just like the sole purpose of just like, uh, I'm just going to like party and like, I'm in LA, whatever, go crazy. It's like, Hey, I feel like you can go out, like try to network a little bit. Mm. And, um, you, cause you really never know who you're going to, who you're going to meet. Yeah, what, dude, literally at a club on my birthday, we're like, I'm standing in the bathroom, take a piss. Cole Bennett's to my right. I'm like, this is just actually ridiculous. Right. And right. that's yeah. the crazy thing about LA is like, you really never know who you're you going to meet out. You never know, dude. It's so, I remember like the first night I went out in LA, Kostas and Josh were DJing Shore Bar and like Matt Como was there, who I loved on YouTube. Dude, I love Matt Como. And I was like, holy shit. And I shook his hand. I was like, what's up, Matt? I'm chasing. Ah, dude, it's so good to meet you. I'm like, you're partying as a mood out here. Now I see Matt Como every week, dude. Not on purpose. He just every, he's just around, dude. And he was like, man, Chase, your grid is so cohesive. Yeah, dude, he like, loved, dude, he loved it. And do it, you want a job? But then, dude, I remember, I remember I like, I like, dude, actually, this was actually meant a lot to me. I think I like post something like just like a picture or whatever. Um, I was like pretty douchey at the time. Maybe like shirtless pic, you know, even though I'd never, had, I never, dude, I never had muscles. I just felt the need to post shirtless pics it's all the time. Beast. I don't know what I was thinking. It's I don't gross. know what I was Jace was like, for. can you take a few photos of me shirtless? I was like, you sure? Bro? Like, <laughs> dude, never once, never once was I a rip guy at all. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. There's some bullshit. We're trying to get ripped right now. We're all we're getting ripped, dude. We're not coming me, back, dude. Yeah, we're coming back. You and me are coming back. To well, play. I'm, I'm coming. I'm not coming back. I'm just going oh, there for the first time. I'm, yeah, I'm checking but, out the spot. But anyways, yeah, you know, hey, we we all we all when we're younger, we do stuff that we think is cool that's not sick. You're right. Totally. You know? You're right. And we just gotta take it. and You gotta learn from it. And you mm-hmm. get a lot of shit from your college friends. Still, yep, it's fine. Still. There's still a kid in our fantasy football league named Chase Utley shirtless picks, and that's great. And that's great, dude. And he won last year, so that's awesome. <laughs> Fucking, it's DK good for Matt brand. Really slaughtered my team, but anyway, it's good for brand. It's good for brand. Um, but Matt Como like commented on my pick, and he was like, "This looks great." And I was like, "What?" He didn't follow me. It was still a nice little gesture. Anyways, yeah, moving out here, you're gonna meet people, and you're gonna get an opportunity, and you just gotta be ready. And so get ready beforehand. Get ready, so you, when you're not no, wait, paying rent, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Oh come yeah. on, nice, nice, little nice, snap, nice, crackle, nice. pop. Ladies, keep, keep the Pelican case just fucking packed you know <laughs> ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 505 podcast if you're still here please take a screenshot lob it up on the story and tag the boys and we will see you guys all next wednesday peace peace bye